0: A couple of months ago, I was accused by someone of having used him for research for this podcast. We'd met on OkCupid okay and caught up just once. He made the accusation after I failed to respond to his messages in the weeks that followed. To be fair, he was half right. OkCupid okay is a place where I search for guests. Where he was wrong was that I didn't have that in mind when I met him. I've been single now for more than four years. Dating these days is a mix of the personal and the professional. But it wasn't always that way. When I signed up to OK Cupid a year after the breakup, my ambitions were the same as anyone else's. It took one awful date to change my approach to the whole dating thing. It made me wonder, okay, how can I protect myself while I go through this emotionally vulnerable enterprise? And how do I salvage something out of the time and energy I've invested in each prospect if it all comes to naught? My solution was perhaps unusual. Other, more normal, well-adjusted people would just suck it up consider all that lost time and energy sunk cost. I, on the other hand, decided I'd write a book about my experiences with online dating. The idea was that if I met my match, I could probably just shelve the book project. But if I didn't, and embarked on a string of not great or flat-out disappointing dates, well, at least I'd get a few stories out of it. Anyway, the book didn't really pan out. And I didn't go on too many second dates, but my approach to dating persisted. Which brings me to this episode. It was a Wednesday night when I spotted his post in the personal section of Craigslist Canberra. Dinner date required Thursday night, the heading said. In the post, he said that he was 33 and looking for a female who was capable of holding a conversation. I hit the reply button. Andrew emailed in the wee hours of Thursday morning. He explained that he was travelling to Canberra for work from Sydney and that he was staying at the pavilion where he'd already eaten everything on the menu. He said there was honestly nothing sinister behind his intentions. He signed off and left his number and with some trepidation I called it at lunchtime. I put my chances at 99% that he would flatly reject what I had in mind. Andrew was friendly on the phone. After a bit of small talk, I told him about Love Canberra. Then I asked if he would be okay with me recording our not-quite-date for the podcast. To my surprise, he said yes. Welcome to Love Canberra, a show about love, and it's one of those he looks into her eyes and she looks into his and they just know and it's beautiful, sex, I was so turned on by the scene that I actually came, and relationships, sometimes it just feels right, here in the heart of the nation, I'm Ivana Ho. Okay, so I'm in my car. I'm in the parking lot just behind the Canberra Centre. It's 6.59, and Andrew says that he's outside of Shorty's now. He's wearing a silver jacket. Okay, I'm going.
1: Yes. yes yeah, nice to meet
2: you.
1: How are you feeling? You hungry? Uh,
0: yes, I am hungry. How are you? I'm
1: well. I'm well. Cool. Would you like to start?
0: Okay. So I can lead the way to the place that I was thinking of.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Cool.
1: I don't really know a great deal about camera, which is ideal for this actually to happen. So, uh-huh. what about yourself? Have you been in the area long, or have you, I'm guessing a while? Yeah. Um,
0: Andrew was tall, with brown hair with and a warm my- smile. He had the tan of someone who enjoys working outdoors. He was casually dressed, and yes, wearing a silver-grey jacket. We started walking, and I steered him to a Thai restaurant I'd handpicked on the second story of a building in Greenham Place.
1: Oh, this is it. Yes, that's
2: right. Nice. So it's just upstairs. Yeah, go for it, love You, you just go, go first. You just go. Obviously, we have to climb down. over some people. <laughs> <laughs> Do that. Yes.
1: Yeah, it just seems that uh, it, it's, it's different. I guess you've um you certainly met some different people, um, all sorts of work, uh, I should say all sorts of walks of life, yeah, what you do. Yeah, that's right, and um,
0: just lots of people I wouldn't have otherwise gotten to know. That's what I was sort of
1: thinking as <laughs> well, I mean, I guess for, I mean, some sort of class of normal is probably an easy way to put it, but there's quite a... Hi. Hi, table for two please. Near yeah, the window please. Sure. Uh, sorry. Oh, you're right, you're right. Would you like the water? Sure. Is it? Yeah. It's warm, is that going to be a problem?
0: Oh, I'm fine. No, not I'll that, just, I'm not, like not a big warm water it. fan unless got coffee
1: oh, in I see. It. <laughs>
0: Okay. Yeah, sorry. Maybe it's, it could just be the carafe. I mean, the water might not be.
1: I don't know. I'll just. Oh,
0: okay, let me. I can.
1: We'll just go without. It's okay. I'm okay with um With can, warm water. I
0: can let you know if it's warm. The worst things yeah.
1: in life, I think. <laughs> Than warm water. Yeah. I think if if that's all we got to complain, complain yeah. about, then it's it's not that bad. then.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah. So what what's the what's the bigger attraction to from what you said today about?
0: It's not really. It's like it's like, like tap, tap water in. temperature. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just it seems curious. To, uh, I guess for me to, to sort of ask the question of why. What sort of attracts you to that sort of thing? Like for me, it's just dinner. You know, that's all it is. There's mm-hmm. no sort of, I guess, I um, say there's no sort of, that's it. Yeah, but I guess yeah. there's other people that are quite the opposite of that. Is it something you've sort of seen?
0: Uh, you mean why did I respond to your post yeah, or, or, yeah. or what? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Um, well, Craigslist is somewhere that I've been... Keep something that I've been keeping an eye on. Okay, Um okay. Because there tend to be a lot of interesting characters that pop up on there yes, and yes. Um, interesting opportunities. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, um, have you, do you? Are you like a regular prowler of Craig Craigslist? Cra- no, exist? not at
1: all. It's only because I come down here for work and I was sick of eating back at the pavilion, as I mentioned earlier today, and I was just like, I need to get out and see something else. i just I just get sick of the same food. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like well for me it was easy. I mean if 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 something comfort comfort if not I'd still be eating back in the pavilion so it's it's no real biggie. So what are you sort of hoping out of tonight? I'm assuming you've got a list of questions. As long I don't know. No, I, I have
0: done absolutely no preparation or planning of this. I you know I didn't know what to expect at all. Yeah. I didn't even know what you looked like. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, but, um, but you, did you recognise me by the photo that I had on my website? Yes, okay. okay. yes, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, it was fairly easy to mm. easy to sort of big up. The beard looked like it's been shaved, that's what I was Yeah. you took yeah. that off for tonight? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: no, that was like a three day old growth it was. that picture. It did well,
1: it was the first thing that stood out. Yeah. So, no. But no, it was easy enough to
2: find anyway.
0: Yeah. So. Okay. But it was good. Yeah. And and so, um, I was I was a little bit curious as yes. to it, why you posted the ad like the day before you wanted the company. Was that because you only just found out at the last minute that you were coming down here or you only just the idea only occurred to you, hey, maybe I should try to find someone to hang out with?
1: That's pretty much the idea. I mean for me it's just easy just to go bam, just do it, rather than I'm not one to sort of wait a week, I'm, I'm generally sort of pretty busy when um, I'm back in Sydney so for me it's just like, oh I'll throw it out there if something comes, it comes, it doesn't, it doesn't um, so it was just easy, just one of those things I didn't expect anything um, in return and I'm sort of thankful that um, you sort of come along, at least you get to have a nice time meal, anyway. So it yeah. should be good. Yes, should well, we
0: good. shall see about that. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: but um, yeah. So no, again, it was more or less spare. Uh, I guess spare of the moment, sort of thing. It wasn't anything sort of um, out of the ordinary, so to speak. It was just hey, if anyone wants to come out and have dinner, so by all means. Um, do it. If not, don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But
0: you um, were specifically seeking female company, were you?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big sort of male intimacy fan. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean that to sound as it does, but I mean, I've, I've got heaps of friends back in Sydney that I go, um, male friends have, have coffee with and catch up, good friends of mine. So um, I think it's just nice to have a, a, a female to have dinner with. Okay. Even if it is just that, it doesn't matter. So. But yeah. Yeah, and
0: and so you, uh, I'll let you look at the menu no, How about right. that. You're, yeah, no, you're right. I, I pretty much, I think I pretty much know what I want. Yeah, I'll oh, um, you, you, you keep asking I'll, if
1: you like, like and I'll, I'll keep talking.
0: Yeah, I oh, know that's okay. Like seriously, I'll give you a pause. I'll give you a bit of a break, and, and I'll right. I'll try to figure out if I'm gonna deviate from my usual.
1: What's the usual for you?
0: Uh, pad Thai. It's pedestrian. No, no, it's um it's like ri- um, rice noodles, white rice noodles. Yes, yeah. uh, it's a dry dish. Okay. Um as it says here, you can have it with like chicken, pork, beef.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And duck and seafood are a little bit less um, um, more unorthodox, I would say.
1: Yes, yes. Um, Than, like, traditional.
0: Yeah, Yes. Is, yeah. Um yeah, and like crushed peanuts and egg and um generally some sort of a dressing that's a combination of like lime juice I think okay. with, uh, fish sauce and yeah. sugar.
1: Like the sweet and the sour? Kind of, yeah. and yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, anything particular you know we get from Entres?
2: Uh, I don't have a usual in that department. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we're small for choice, we've got so much to choose from. Yeah, right?
2: it's a pretty extensive menu. Yeah
1: what do you, you say so you, you sort of you gotta stick with your traditional what you normally get
0: maybe I think I might okay. like peruse the menu a little bit and see if anything else grabs me
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fair. fair call.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean I have um, I've sort of shared this like uh, notion about menus with other yes. people and, okay. and it's not an original thought anyway like I, I didn't conceive of it but yeah, um, yeah the f- generally the first thing that kind of grabs you in in like the initial like 30 seconds of looking at the menu is what like ninety percent of the time, what you'll end up ordering, you end up getting, um, even right if right you right spend like a further ten minutes browsing through the menu and you know thinking long and hard about it, like ninety percent of the time you re- return to that first choice.
1: It's a waste, in other words. I guess so. So thirty seconds is that's so you get it's like three seconds a page, to, and then it just stands out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. well,
0: sometimes like you know, you know that you're not in the mood for rice, say, and so yeah, you just yeah. jump to the noodles, or like you know, you're not a seafood fan, so that that cuts out some pages. It
1: cuts out. Quite a yeah. number of pages. That's, that's an interesting way to look at it. I've never looked at it like that. Um, what else have we got here? here so uh, like they've got said free range Kofield as well. Pretty interesting. <laughs>
0: What's the
1: free-range aspect
2: in tofu? There isn't. And it's
1: my egg. <laughs> no. Uh, no, not, like meat. Yeah, no, it's uh little spanzilli. Where is this?
2: Where is the tofu? You won't find,
1: there is tofu, but yeah, the free-range I put in, it's like okay, you can't actually okay.
0: okay, he got me there. You know how okay. when... Um, you know like two people don't really know each other very well yes. and then they don't like can't um, detect um, when they're making a joke like a because they don't really know <laughs> their yeah. sense of Th- humour. I think that
1: is that moment, yeah. that is that moment yeah. right yeah. there. Yeah. But no, that, that, that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> Maybe just the chicken satay. Would you like, and I'm just thinking of either the chicken satay or the um, mixed entree? Are you pretty easy with what you're um, after? Um, Yeah,
0: chicken satay
1: sounds good. You can get two mix entrees if you want. You've got spring roll, chicken satay, fish cake and curry puff. Mm, I'm not really big you on the curry much.
0: puff, the fish cake, yeah. yeah
1: what? So. Okay, What do you just go to satay and mix entree? That that works? With satay, four of... It depends how you are,
0: really, too. Yeah, I mean, like, I could probably only down, like, two of the chicken satay skewers and, yeah, and just my, just my meal. My we menu. might
1: just go chicken satay, then.
0: Sure.
1: Okay. Cool, cool, done.
0: And what are you doing as your
1: main? Um, that's a good question, um...
0: Andrew went for the soft-shell crab, garlic and pepper, two pages in, menu item number four.
1: Do you know how they actually get the soft-shell crab? Little bit of trivia for you?
0: What do you mean, get it?
1: How they actually produce the soft-shell crab. Uh,
0: they catch it and they, like, kill it, they batter it and deep fry it. Is that what Similar. Getting? That was my attempt at dry humour. Similar, but okay.
1: how they actually get the soft-shell crab side sort of things is they put them under a UV light and uh-huh. cause them to shed their hard exterior. Oh, okay. The soft exterior. Ooh, soft awesome. interior, I should say. Wow, that's, that's cool. Cool. What a reliable source tells me. I've never looked at. Exactly. And and
0: and so what? Like the, the like their um, shell just kind of like flakes off or
2: something. I
1: believe so. Okay. I've never actually proven it at home, uh, but that's that's what I've told.
2: Okay.
1: Well. If if I do try, I will let you know and say yes, that is right. I think it needs to be busted.
0: After our soft shell crab bit, Andrew jumped immediately into asking me again about my relationship with podcasting. Because he didn't seem to want to leave any gap in our stream of conversation, I wondered. Are you nervous? No, no, no? it's just okay. me. All right, <laughs> do you feel like tonight?
1: Um, uh, yes, we are going to get, if we can please, the uh, chicken satay as the entree. Yep. Um, I'll go with the, bear with me for a minute, the soft-shell crab, garlic and pepper. Yep. Sure. And Alana, you're going with the pad thai?
0: Yep. Andrew just called me Alana. Yeah, so I'll grab the duck pad thai, if
2: I may. Duck pad thai? And I'll get yes. a large cake.
1: Oh, just a cake, if I can, please.
2: Which one? Just a cake, please. Pork? And rice? Um, yeah.
0: You need any rice? Yes, rice. Oh, I, I don't need rice because I'm getting the pad thai. Maybe just one serve for soft
2: drink. Yes, please, just one.
0: Any soft drink for
1: you today? I'm good with water, thank, sure. you, thank you. you. Wonderful. No worries,
2: yeah. love. Thank you. Thank you. Okay thank you Yeah,
1: so that's just me Generally, pretty happy and vibrant at best I sort of just do my own thing it's easier that way mm-hmm. um, do I get nervous I guess sometimes if it was like I guess you're looking at things like um, I guess official dates and such with someone you've known for a while and you haven't quite spent a lot of time with. yes I do find that to be a little nerve-wracking um, but in general, uh, not really that much. Okay. No, I just,
0: I just wondered if you, know, you were nervous in this particular context because
1: you know. Yeah, I, I guess not really. I mean, it's,
2: it's just
1: dinner, which is which is easy, no. I and mean, you get to um, get to know someone as well. So, just I guess it beats sitting in your in your hotel room watching TV.
0: The conversation turned momentarily into a part job interview, part not quite date. Andrew asked me more questions about podcasting and my line of work, and then I turned the mic over to him, so to speak. So you're a field street um, sorry, field street technician for street sweepers?
1: Yeah, field service. Field service, field service. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, I, I have a, a trade background. Um, my, I guess, trade is light vehicle, and I've sort of progressed from that. After that, I spent probably six years. Oh, thank you, much, In
0: um,
1: underground mining in Newcastle.
0: Yeah, that's quite the coke can. That, that
1: is a big can of coke. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, just
2: like this whole golden a, red Olympic kind of branded pretty, product. I think it's pretty, uh, uh-huh.
1: pretty, pretty swanky. Yeah. But yeah, and then um, living in Newcastle, I was there for about thirteen years, and then. Yeah. Um, when the, I guess the mining collapse happened a couple of years ago. That seen me without a full-time job into casual roles, and then this job come up that was full-time, and the rest is history from then on. So everything fell into place, which is, knew it would. you know, when you have one of those feelings, you're just like, something's going to happen, you just don't know when. That was that moment. Uh, so you went from
0: um, being like a car mechanic, did you say, doing, doing cars? Originally, that, that's... Okay that's
1: what my, my trade is that I yeah. finished uh, early early on 2000 and then from then on it was I sort of decided well the money is never gonna be I guess what I need and expect um, and the only real way to what's that? I guess the only real way to I guess branch out maybe get a few more skills is to try something else still so within the mechanical sector of course um, and that was yeah started up in Emerald and then um, on oh, uh, underground mining equipment there, and then moved down to Newcastle, moved to Sydney, then back to Newcastle, and got what I wanted. And, uh, the rest is history. So I do miss it. It, it was it was a good, um, i say, a good a good job. We'd meet some really interesting people. But it, all in all, it wasn't so bad. But I enjoyed it.
0: How were they interesting?
1: It's a if you've ever worked underground, the I guess the. The, as a, what would you say, as a um, not a full-time underpit like a contractor. Um, some places you do get treated differently like you're an outsider, but I think once you're sort of there for a while and settle in and people get to know you, then you sort of get treated like one of the guys. But it's very um, very much like mean, a really strong camaraderie, um, everybody, I guess, needs to look out for one another. It's quite a dangerous um, environment to work in at times. Um, yeah so it was a good experience i would, I would recommend it to those who probably are claustrophobic if you are then i'd probably sort of stick with something that isn't quite confined but it was a good experience anyway so so
0: how is it like repairing um street sweepers
1: oh the a difference
0: well um do you enjoy what you do i actually
1: do enjoy what i do because I mean, it's um, it gets me out and about rather than be stuck in a, in a I guess a nine to five job. Um, every day is a different day, which is good. Um, again, you get to do some travelling, you get to eat out wherever you want, which is a bonus. All that's sort of catered and paid for. Um, so the work itself is not too bad. I don't actually, I don't actually mind. It's challenging. Um, which for me is, is what I need, is how my mind works. I'm not a, a simple person. I need to be sort of pushed and you know, made to think and, and to try and sort of deduce what's actually going on and compare to what it's doing. Yeah, so it's good. But are the
0: challenges involved with what goes wrong with a street sweeper compared to mining equipment, like are those challenges enough for you? Um,
1: yeah, I, I guess at the end of the day, if you look at it for what it is and you break it down, um, for what I do, Basically it's the same in terms of hydraulics and pneumatics, I mean, you've still got um, the principles there in terms of hydraulic operation, pneumatic operation, fault finding. It's just, I guess, a matter of understanding how a system is, systems combined and how it works. And if you can get that, you're all right. If you don't, it's going to be a struggle. Obviously spending more time on what you do allows you to, I guess, become more efficient and then use that into helping other people and and customers and clients to save you having to drive four hours to do a five minute job.
0: Are they complicated machines, street sweepers? Um, And so continued our scintillating conversation about street sweepers.
1: It's it's interesting. I don't mind the challenge.
0: Do you think there will be any uh, major advances in street sweeping technology?
1: um <laughs> i couldn't imagine so because it's uh been around for quite some time i mean the, i guess the only advantages and, and things like that are probably going to come from probably sort of customer filled feedback perhaps and maybe even sort of small changes you wouldn't i guess implement a whole new machine if you've got say 95 percent just working perfect that sort of defeats the purpose um but I guess, yeah, yeah, anything's possible, you just never know. Mm.
0: You know, um, I'm quite amazed by how there are some really simple mechanical devices, mm-hmm. some of which we use every day, and yes. we just like don't realise just how straightforward they are. Oh, yeah. um, like, for instance, before, the reason why I wanted to meet at 7 is because I needed to go get a new hairdryer, because yeah. my hairdryer like just decided to go on the fritz this morning.
1: Never good, um, never good. Yeah, but...
0: Um, I thought that I might be going to Coles today to look up just groceries. And so I thought, well, maybe I'll, you know, I'll see if they sell hair dryers there.
2: I think so they do. Do it They're all cheap 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 in one shop.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so I did a <laughs> search for them and I found that Coles is selling them for, I, I believe, like $12. Actually, $16. That's a bargain. I know. Um, How cheap is that? I know. And, 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 you know, that I was surprised, but then at the same time, I wasn't.
1: Thank you. I guess I'm a GHD, though. So you can't sort of, no, got no. from 12 to like 230. No.
0: But, um, but the reason why I wasn't that surprised yeah. yes. is because, um, you know, they are yeah. at their heart very simple machines. Yeah. So they shouldn't cost that much to no. create, and they don't have that many, you know, small moving parts, I guess. Mm.
1: So off the back of that, why is it, do you think, the GHD is so expensive?
0: I do not know my hairdryers. <laughs> I This is actually the first hair dryer that I've ever bought. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. um, yeah, the, the one that broke down today, like, that was, like, the family hairdryer. Yeah? So for, I, I didn't. I for didn't heirloom? Yeah. How,
1: how old was it? Was it a really,
2: really old one?
0: Oh, no, I mean... I mean, I guess because I didn't buy it, I don't, you know, know the exact you age, just, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it'd probably be about ten years old, maybe. to high school. That's a
1: fair age for a hairdryer. Most yeah. things, I think, you'd be lucky if they last ten years old these days. Yeah,
0: but I feel like things aren't made to last, and and everybody says that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: I guess if they made things to last yeah. then they wouldn't have to worry about um, backup service and things like that so you sort of, I think that's a fair a fair market in itself so I guess it's all about as good a product as you can make but as cheap as you can make and still working within that I guess margin um, in my
0: understanding of it. Yeah.
2: No. It's strange though,
0: isn't it, that you could like create a product that's quality and which you can be assured that it wouldn't won't have like a shelf life of longer than two years mm. or whatever it might be. You know, like how do you design something that has that kind of... Thing?
1: Guarantee.
0: Yeah, well that thing that will like kick in to ensure that it doesn't go um, any longer that, than you want it to. Yeah,
1: that's a, I don't know, that's a, that's a pretty good question. I guess sometimes, depending on what it is... Uh, I know there's vacuums, Dyson's at the a, 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 a very, there beer, where you want to be in terms of a vacuum. Mm. Um, I mean, it's. It, I'm not a vacuum expert, I do have a Dyson and I'm mm. not trying to sell it. Me too. Um, yeah. and, it's, and I find them so much better in terms of reliability and, and right. suction power overall, so yeah. compared to um, some cheaper ones, which at the end of the day it is doing its job. Um, but I just find the. Um, the, the more expensive sort of mid to higher end vacuums generally last where you can look at things um, I've, I've seen sort of with fridges and freezers that's not always the case um, you can get some cheap ones that last quite some time find Some expensive ones and then you're running issues with you um with worrying on early in the piece and then so some i guess it can be luck of the drawer as well
0: so you're 33 is that yes. what you said yes <laughs>
1: yeah. what about yourself how old are you
0: I'm turning 30 in October.
1: Ah, oh, the downhill run.
0: That's right. <laughs> I'm contemplating getting a tattoo, actually. Done and done.
1: What's that to say that I'm not 30? Well, it time? wouldn't
0: say that, <laughs> but I just sort of feel like I need to do something to mark the end of my 20s. Mm, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah no, fair enough. It's probably the best years of your lifetime. That's right. Um,
0: that's right. You, you know it. You're already three years in.
1: Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's not looking good. It's quite bleak. It is what you make it though, that's a good thing. Mm. Um, I say with, uh, what's that? with with age comes wisdom, so I mean that, that's a small small win in itself, so mm. it's something you get to look forward to.
0: Okay. Do
1: you think you've had a good life? Yeah, life is, I mean, it depends what you mean by good. It's been challenging, yes. Okay. Has it been fair? No. But I guess it is what you make it. Life is, I guess, if, if it is everything that you want it to be, then there's no real reason to push itself. Um, if if there are things that are I guess left of centre from time to time, it does sort of make you think and reevaluate yourself and what's important. So it's all a learning curve. Mm. What about yourself? You have you had a pretty pretty easy run?
0: Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say so either. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, things have happened.
1: Yeah. Um. With it in particular that sort of that has shaped you to be the person you are today?
0: I don't know exactly. I mean. It's hard to say, isn't it? It's kind of like,
1: um... If it was one defining thing, it would be huge. Obviously, it's maybe a multitude of...
0: Well, I mean, things have happened that would have shaped other people, but then it's um, kind of like... There's also another part of you that determines how you'll respond to those things, and so then is it it the case that there's like a static personality, Mm -hmm. and then like a malleable personality that does get changed in response to events, but then the other part of you that determines how you react to them in the first place? True.
1: Yeah. I guess that's always a difficult part as well, and I guess depending on the nature of what it is, the, the intensity, what it is in reactions that it causes from you is going to play a big important part into, I guess, into how you react and how you change. It's, you may change, you may just sort of deal with whatever it is that you have to deal with, so it just depends really, and I guess it depends on um, not just yourself, but I guess your ideals, how you grew up, um, things you find important, is it something that is you can easily let go of, you're going to hold on to it a little bit longer, you don't. And what about you? So you said that things have been challenging at times? Yeah, life is, I guess life is, life's never straightforward. I mean, would it be good if it was? In a sense, it probably would be, but then...
0: With my interviewer's hat on, I was hoping Andrew would offer some specifics about the challenges he'd gone through. Instead, he answered in generalities, which, for a podcast, isn't very useful. So I tried again this time from a slightly different angle and going further back in time. Do you think that you're the same person now as you were 10 years ago?
1: No, um, I think I'd be probably 10 years younger, if that's the, that's the case to look at. Um, no, definitely not. What, a 33, twenty four? What was I doing 10 years ago? No, I was definitely not the same person. Um, so
0: what were you doing and where were you twenty uh, twenty-three? <laughs>
1: Newcastle? Uh-huh. I had what I have to do with yes, I was in Newcastle. I had a fiance at the time. Wow. So that would have been
0: would had to, uh, yes.
1: That was a big feat. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so 23, that would have been, I'm trying to think how long. That's a long, long time ago. Um, Ten yeah, years. <laughs> yeah, t- it was, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to go back before that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was sort of um, engaged, all that sort of thing, and then... Um, yeah, wow, so much of change in that 10 years, you can't sort of fill it in one conversation, so. Yeah,
0: so, so, you, were, um, hey, so you were in Newcastle and you were yes. working in the mining industry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you were engaged. Yes. So, was she like a local girl?
1: Ah, uh, yes, yes, yeah, we're all, I've, I've known her for, for, I guess, a little bit of time, uh, quite a fair bit of time before we did get engaged, which was, um, which was pretty good. Um, at the time, it, everything was was going as it should be to, I guess, give you the nudge to say, hey, this one's worth keeping. And even though, I guess, geez, how long were we together for, how long was it? It's got to be sort of 11, 12 years.
0: Oh, So gosh. it's quite a large degree wow. of time.
1: So, so you've been working
0: in Newcastle for some time then? Yes. Okay, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, then things just change. I mean, people change, people grow and develop. Um, you may... Sometimes you, you may change for the better, sometimes you may change for the worse. Oh, cool. Thank you. Wow. Would you like some crab?
0: In case you didn't catch that, Andrew just offered me some of his soft shell crab. I didn't accept, but now I feel bad retrospectively that I didn't offer him any of my pad thai. Oh, um, I'm, I'm good, but thank you. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, again, people change, um, situations change. and
0: How do you think you
2: changed?
1: I guess it got a lot more harder in terms of a person, um, what I will put up with and what I won't, what I will accept in terms of, um, I, guess, uh, I guess, friends and people as well, to what I'm uh, willing to, I guess, just let slide and put up with, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just grown... Um, it's just grown, um, I guess more, more mature in an old age um, in and understanding of, of sort of how you work and, and, um, and what's important in your life really.
0: What sorts uh, of things would you have put up with before?
2: Um,
1: I guess I'm never one of those people to really sort of speak my mind, just sort of stay I guess passive in a sense. Um, I'm not a big confrontation person, I don't like it, where now I've, I understand the benefits from it and it's how you, um, I guess, come across in your conversation to, I guess, the situational the environment that needs to... Um, Need to have that, I guess, conversation in that makes a big difference. As the old saying goes, the message is the medium. If you can get that right, you're uh, generally pretty good. If you're coming with it, I guess, an attitude, or that people aren't going to hear the message; they're just going to see what's actually going on. Mm.
0: Marshall McLuhan coined that. Mm. Are you really?
1: Yeah. Well I didn't even know. I, I know that saying because um, I have a sort of counselling um, psychology student background, mm. which is a very um, it's a very true saying. Mm. Very, very true.
0: Yeah, he was referring to, um, like, television and radio. Oh, and he would have been fascinated if he'd been around for the dawn of the internet.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. I'm so pretentious. I could die.
1: Yeah, well, that's it. I, did, I didn't know you said I remember reading it. Where did I read that? It must have been in some literature somewhere. Mm. How about yourself? How have you changed in the past, sort of, ten years compared to... Have, have you grown? Do you feel you've expanded yourself as a person, as a, um, you've made your mark, so to speak?
0: Well, I think that I'd have to cast or wind things back further to maybe like 21, and say that I'm, you know, much more different than I was at 21, than 23.
1: By you said much more different, what do you mean in terms of personality, in terms of, uh, I guess, what you are as a person, your own emotional awareness?
0: Well, um so one of the last courses that i took maybe the last course that i took Mm -hmm. at uni was um an internship at the west australian newspaper wow and um you know so i was kind of thrown into the deep end there Mm -hmm. um where i had to just start doing journalism without having been taught how to be a journalist
1: that would be hard um
0: yeah so you know so i had to interview people and i had to you know, turn up at places and act like I belonged there and, you know. Wow. You know, yeah. So um, so I guess that just sort of...
1: That'd be tough. Yeah. So looking back now, have, did you have to learn, I guess, these interviewing-style techniques? Is that something you had to learn rather than just be, like, thrown into it and have more or less no idea?
0: I guess it's more about not shying away from difficult situations Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. sort of, um, adopting a confidence that you may not inherently have,
1: Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Bravado?
0: Kind of, um, but not to the extent of, you know, like having a strut or anything about it. The word I was looking for was swagger. Swagger. I guess it sort of led me to... Okay, so there's, like, this one situation where I had to show up to a car show that was happening.
2: Okay.
0: And and the thing that gave me me confidence was the fact that I had a job to do, that I was there on behalf of the newspaper, you know, Mm -hmm. so, like, that's my identity and that's my role. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whereas if, I mean, I guess I wouldn't have been there if I hadn't had that
2: task
0: to fulfil, but, you know, but then it was like, okay, I've got to get this job done, you know, just knuckle down and do it, like being all shy about it isn't gonna get me anywhere, you
2: know
1: It'd um, be, It's quite a uh, quite a big, I guess set of shoes to fill when you sort of look at it like that you sort of you could, um, it's almost like you're stepping outside your own personal comfort zone to, mm, to do it, but yeah. you're, you're sort of driven to do yeah, it. Yeah,
0: but it's just you know, it's kind of acting in a way, you just play mm. another role, you're playing a role You're take, taking on a different persona and then Yeah, and then, so whatever happens to you in that other role, it doesn't affect the other you because you're compartmentalising and keeping them separate. This is sort of what I was getting at in my intro. Using work, be it self-prescribed or otherwise, as a sort of shield.
1: You find you can sort of incorporate that into your normal life in terms of wearing a mask or letting um, people see things that they normally wouldn't see. Are you able to hide?
0: And... He seems to get it. Well, here's the thing. I don't think that people have, like, one true self. I mean, everybody's different with Mm. different people in different situations. And for whatever reason, I duck and weave. I think that's why it can be very disconcerting for some people when, you know, they have someone who they think that they know really well um, and then they find themselves in a different situation with Mm -hmm. them where or where they're with um, some other people and then that person behaves like entirely differently to how they have been with you you know but but we're not just one person
1: no and i guess it depends like um, that off the back of that and and you've and you're good friends too i mean you, you, you may be very different compared to someone you've known as a separate I don't know, say hypothetically a weak compared to a good friend you've known for years. So quite often um, defences will come down as, as you're more of a more true version of self because there are four types. There's true, known, true self, known self, unknown self. And there's one more, these did, four aspects. Did you
0: learn all this in the that psychology yeah, council? Yeah, yeah, class? yeah, yeah.
1: These I can't remember what the fourth one is. Um, but
0: I haven't heard of this before.
1: To so do with. Of thing, I think it's modeled off the back of the Jahari window, which, is, a, which is an interesting thing in terms of, um, like you, if you increase your own, so hidden is is what, um, I guess is what you hide from everyone else, or, and then the known is what you know about you, the unknown is what other people see from your behavior that you don't know. So it's all interlinked, so you can change and swap and you can improve, um, I guess on either one of those. So by increasing, say, a B, will become more expansive and you'll, you'll learn more, maybe more about yourself or um, your own, uh, sorry, others' behaviour and how you sort of react to that as well. So it's interesting, mm. if you like that sort of thing.
0: Do you think that as you've gotten older, you've become more inflexible to change and that you, like, your habits have become more like... Entrenched? Um, yeah, in, entrenched and like, calcified. I was thinking of an ex-boyfriend when I put this question to Andrew. I once dated someone who was a fair bit older than me who espoused this theory. He certainly felt at least that with age, he'd become more resistant to change.
1: I, I, so it depends really, I guess, if it's an aspect in your life where you've tried to change um, or you've tried to, I guess, alter it and it hasn't worked, I guess it's, it's also important to, to sort of know that maybe it, it won't if it's something that is heavily entrenched part of me um, in your own behavior I mean I don't know oh, geez. if you can really alter that to the fullest of extent where I guess it's like trying to be someone that you're not because you're always going to revert back to like a possibly like a native state um, so yeah, it's, um, I think it's a matter of understanding your own person what you can change if it's, I guess, if it's something that's having a profound effect on your life or someone else's, then by all means, it's something well worth investigating, but if it's something that you're content, happy with, and it's not interfering with anyone else, maybe just accept it for what it is. Mm. But you're always open to change. If, if, if you want to change, you will. If you won't, then take a chance you won't. So with the change that
0: happened to you then, in mm. terms of, like, you know, just not being so passive mm-hmm. was that something that you sought to change about yourself or was that something that just
1: happened that's a good question i think it's looking back it's something that had to happen because i think you lose out um on a lot of things and one of them is generally if you say passive people believe that's just you entirely so your people may try and take advantage of that which if you are that person then chances are you'll let it but I think to be able to wisen up and see, um, that some people's true motives are not sometimes what they seem it's important to be able to sort of I guess understand the dynamics. Hmm. And if you have the ability to sort of put the brakes on and go, Hey, I'm not willing to put up with this, then if you're just passive you won't say anything, then you're just gonna go around in circles and never get never get on top of what you need to. Yeah.
2: Do
0: you think your fiance also changed in the time that you knew her?
1: Um I think we both changed, but I think it's the environment that changed as well. Um, I, I don't mean in terms of like the home, um, like environment as such, but I mean like as a couple, the relationship dynamics. Um, I guess we, we all, well, both of us, changed in a sense, um, and it was. Do I? I guess. Do I regret that it ever happened? I mean, of course I do, because it's that that one person I guess in my life where. Um, believe in soulmate she was she was the one and she always will be but it's it's a matter of understanding that and going well it is what it is you spent 10 11 12 years of the most amazing years with someone um that's pretty much kind of defined your life so what was it that
0: kind of put the on the whole thing like why did you decide to go your separate ways
1: I, it was i guess it was oh, I guess for me, the, the dynamics of both of us changed. We both had, um, I guess, pretty strong ideals and what we sort of wanted out of things. I, mean, I guess, along the, the short it, we just grew apart. I mean, things sort of, things cropped up as they do, but um, at the end of the day, we just we just grew apart and we just sort of come to the realisation that it just wasn't, wasn't going to be. If, um, I guess, in hindsight, if I could look and, change, what needs to be changed for both of us back then, I wouldn't be having this conversation now, because I probably wouldn't yeah. be, I'd be, who knows where I'd be. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, it's just life, you got to live and learn. I mean, sometimes it's an easy lesson, sometimes it's a hard lesson, and if you can learn from either one, then you got the chance, I guess, to have your eyes open a little bit wider.
0: Are you guys still friends?
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll always be friends, but I guess it's just not the relationship we used to have. We'll always be friends. We shared great memories together. You, you can't take that away, I mean. But, um, yeah. I, do I, I mean, if she was ever in trouble, would I be there? Yes, but it, it's obviously not with the same, um, with coming from the same, I guess, position as what I was back then. She'll always be um, a very dear person in my life. and She knows that um and yeah so it's you sort of i guess when you spend so long with somebody you almost inherit them as part of yourself mm-hmm. so it was it was a, it was a good time i learned a lot over that time um and yeah for me it's just just another journey through life it's just who knows where it's going to take you i've got no idea mm-hmm. what about yourself what's your longest and, and curious.
0: Sorry? what's your
1: longest sort of relationship? Are you married? Ever been, or thought about it, or?
0: Am I married currently? Hmm. No. Nope.
1: <laughs> is it? Is it something you've thought about? Have you ever had the opportunity? Is it? Uh,
0: no, I've, I've never been engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, the longest relationship I was in was probably about three years, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah. Still a fair time. Yeah, except the people who I've ever seen ever thought that I could be married to, um, I was never with them for very long, Mm -hmm. like, it was only just like a very, very brief brief. thing, yeah, but I connected with them in a way that I didn't with the people who I was in a relationship with for years, and, um, I don't know, I guess in that time when I was in relationships, I just, um, I, I sort of went from one relationship to another, and so
1: looking for something
0: well not really it was more that like i just didn't want to be single at that particular Mm -hmm. point in my life and and that's why i stayed in those relationships for longer than i should have um and yeah
1: so i guess sometimes we don't know and that's the biggest problem if um my next question will be are you happy being single do you get satisfaction in being with yourself Mm. Mm. cool I think that's the important thing, if if you can't get your own satisfaction with being your own company, then you're probably going to be drawn into situations more out of, in my understanding, maybe more being, say, from a needy perspective, I need this sort of fulfilment rather than I'd like it if it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, from time to time, you know, like, I wonder how long I'm going to continue to remain single for, like, it's, mm. um, so my last, I... I the last relationship that I was in ended in
1: 2012. Wow, that's quite a a long time between visits.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah, but at the same time, I don't want to just jump into a relationship with someone who I don't really enjoy spending that much time with. So... Yeah, plus I also worry about whether, you know, like sometimes I have worried about whether the longer I stay single. The
1: harder it's going to be to give yourself to someone?
0: Kind of, yeah. Um, just in terms of, like, me being so, like, not having that much room in my life for somebody else. Like, I used to have um, I used to have birds, right? So ah, I've had birds, like, what sort all of birds? my life. Um, so my first one was a love bird. Nice, nice. Um, yeah. And then when I got older, I um, just had like cockatiels and more lovebirds. Um, And my last lovebird died, no, my last cockatiel, my last pet died, um, I think it was last year in January. Sorry to hear that. Thank you.
2: Um,
0: Yeah, and and, and it's weird because even though I've had birds since I was like seven years old, um, I just can't see that i would have t- the time to devote to a bird now mm-hmm. you know but and yeah so like i said it's strange because i've done it all this time i could probably accommodate one but when i play out the scenario in my head
1: you're that busy
0: yeah i just can't seem to figure out how i would how would fit her in and still be good to you know be a good pet owner <laughs>
2: no i think
1: it's brave to look at that especially with you with parents i had um, uh, parrots when I lived in Newcastle, so the dependency, they're quite a dependable, um, I guess a, an animal that needs, you're part of the flock, so they need to be with you if they don't, they quite often get aggression, um, feather feather plucking and things like that, so,
2: mm-hmm.
1: understanding that from what you said is, is pretty interesting as well, once you sort of start those habits it's quite difficult to break out of them as well,
2: um,
1: but yeah, no, i I can't say we have had lovebirds. I mean, I've had macaws and things like that. I want to get a big one. Um, again, when the time is right, It'll just be something um, something pretty cool. I think.
0: Yeah. But what happened to the parrots, though? Cause parrots live a long
2: time.
1: They didn't die. That when um, my fiance and I separated. I couldn't have them where I was. I didn't have the room, so she she has them. Mm. And if something ever happens to her touch wood that it doesn't, then they come back to me mm. um, because, I mean, we've sort of... They're like our kids, the kids we never had.
0: When did you last see your parents? And what, what, so how many are there and, and what are their names?
1: Mm. There's one, two, three, four, five, six... There's um, one that we wait hand, six.
0: You have six parrots.
1: Yeah, one we hand raised. Oh
2: my gosh! And
1: his name is Stanley. Um, there is who else is there? There is two pairs. There's two pairs. There is um, what are their names? I'm trying to think what it is. I think um, apples because of his color. But he, it was his name when we got him. Apples. Apples
0: come in all sorts of colours. So
1: what? Easy he, Granny he Smith, but its, it's a bit, okay. bit weird to sort of call him a Granny Smith. It's an odd name. <laughs> yeah. In saying that, if you choose to, then it's an up. odd
2: name for an apple. It,
1: it is. Yes. Yeah. No. It is. So um,
2: oh, there's. Um, so there's apples. Is a male. Then there is.
1: Another female we hand-raised, and her name is Baby Girl. That's just what stuck with it, just what (laughs) seemed seemed to work. Um, There is...
0: There's another female parrot whose name is Moby, and another pair called Hector and Harriet. We talked a bit about them, and then we talked more about other bird stuff. So what is it that you like about birds?
2: I don't know.
1: I guess I've always had... um, a thing for exotic animals i do have a dog she's a neapolitan mastiff hmm. um which is different again it's not like a normal dog you see walking around the street there's sort of very very few um so for me it's just i don't know it's just just to be different rather than have labrador or have a staffy get a neo hmm. okay okay so it's
0: just exotic pets as opposed to like seeing something in birds that you particularly like and, yeah. and connect with
1: hmm. i do like um I uh, parrots are best, um I guess, sort of ornate, intellectual ability. Very intelligent animals. Very, um, I guess, under, underappreciated in the sense, and not just birds.
2: Um, I, I don't
1: know. I really don't. I don't think I can sort of single out one particular thing that makes me sort of go. That's why I like them. I mean, it's just a, the, 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 their traits and how they are is just appealing, and I guess it's. I don't know. It might come from as a place of being needed, in in some sort of deep-seated satisfaction of your own. I don't know. I'm not sure.
2: Mm.
0: To me, the difference between um, the way that I engage with birds and engage with other animals, Mm -hmm. I find that that's about the same as like me connecting with one person and Mm. not another. Like I don't know. Like. A lot of birds, I just tend to, particular types of birds more than others, but yeah. with a lot of birds, I just find that I,
1: um, what? Sorry. oh no, no, you go sure. ahead, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you have,
0: you have that base. Andrew again offered me some of his softshell crab, and again, I failed to return the offer. <laughs> um. It's strange that, that was sitting on a pool of liquid, actually. <laughs> you know, That makes a crispy crab it got, so crispy. It's got it's
1: gone flaccid, you could say. Yeah, no. it's not so crispy no. anymore. It's just crab. Yeah, no, that's right.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just find that you know, birds seem to hold my gaze a little bit more, mm-hmm. and we seem to sort of communicate in, like on interested. a deeper level. Yeah, than than bunnies or other animals.
1: Yeah, I guess it's it's. It's it's interesting to sort of try and I guess pull apart and go what is it that for me that I guess attracts me to them and again I can't sort of pick one thing I mean I guess it's it's probably it's a challenge because it's not you can own a dog you can feed a dog and it doesn't sting where birds you can feed birds but the reaction of them when they don't get what they want I mean dogs will as you know dig holes chew clothes I'd move birds will just attack you. So, and they're very, they're very, um, I guess, very curious, oh, curious as well, but also your own curiosity can get the better of you when you're trying to sort of, I guess, play with them and they don't want to, and they, and you miss the cues and you get bitten and you go, well, what did you bite me for? I mean, you've got to have to think back and go of oh, what what behaviour they were they wing flapping were they uh, hissing? Obviously, the hissing is going to stand yes. out pretty pretty easy, yeah. um, but. Yeah, things like that. Again, I just think they're very underappreciated as animals.
2: Mm.
0: Do you know if dogs have sort of like self engaging self-harming behaviours when they're unhappy in the way that birds do?
1: That's an interesting dog. I don't know. I really, really... I'm not too sure about that. I know out of boredom you'll do... um, dig holes and things like that, but in terms of self-harm, I don't really... I can't say I've ever I've ever heard of it, but in saying that, it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it? I've got
2: no I idea. I haven't,
0: which is why, you know, as someone who's never owned a dog before, mm. like I've never really looked into the subject, but, you know, I mean, we were just talking before about how when birds feel bored or frustrated dog. or whatever, they will, you know, feather pluck and
2: mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. sort of
0: stuff.
1: Yeah, I, honestly, I don't know. I've got no idea. Mm. But my my big, she's a big dog, and they mm-hmm. go massive, Big, big dog. Um, but just a very, very placid, loving dog. They're just a, a big goofball. Mm. They draw, they snort, they sneeze, they, they um, snore badly. Hellishly badly do they snore. But very lovely dogs, very lovely. Do you think
0: they're too trusting with people?
1: Mm. No, they're quite. I guess if you look at their history for what they are, they date back to um, Colosseum Roman days, they were actually uh, part of the Molossus family for fighting. So they generally don't trust too many people. They need they need to know where they sit in the packing order and that's their spot. You won't get you won't get in the move once they're there. So it's I think you really need to be trusting of them and they will sense it. Obviously if they're a bit apprehensive, they'll have it over you from the start. <laughs> but Beautiful dogs. Loving. I got, I got her to look after the birds when I was working night shift. Because. What? I got my dog to look after the birds, and I bought her to look after the yard and to make sure no one jumped in the fence. And I jumped in the yard, tried to try and steal the birds. Oh, so per- that's
0: person. No person. Stole yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So that's why she. That's why I bought her. Okay. And it never happened. So I mean, it was either luck. Luke or no one of the birds, It's yeah. <laughs> pretty much yeah. it. Sort well of. they were doing
0: their job. Yeah, that's, it. Yeah. that's
1: exactly yeah. it and she, looks, she does look intimidating, she does but underneath all the wrinkles and the saliva there is a beautiful natured animal there. Retirement plan for me would be, what I need is six, six macaws, I need two uh, uh, blue and green or green and gold if they may be called, two scarlet's. Which are the red ones? And two, um, what are the blue ones? They're not scarlets. Um, Hyacinth. as a retirement fund. But again, I'm, I'm
2: <coughs>
1: save a bit more money for that, yeah. Okay. So it's just, I guess, a little bit of hobby as well. I don't want to retire and then get to the point you've got nothing to do and you just get bored. I'd rather be sort of busy keeping, I guess, um, the mind ticking over and hopefully in, in a good place. What about yourself, any particular retirement plans, Oh. even though it's like so, so far away?
0: I don't even know where I'm going to be next year.
1: That does make it difficult then. Yes. In in terms of if um, this all takes off for you or just in...
0: I don't know, maybe. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I I just, I think that people uh, notoriously at predicting the future, mm-hmm. whether Unless it's their nervous.
1: own lives or... Yes, he well, was pretty close. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> he was an about exception. About his own really. life?
1: I don't know if it was about his own life. Yeah. <laughs> Who, yeah. Knows? Who knows? Yeah,
0: and you know, about the economy, about lots yeah. of things. So, yeah, I think people are bad predictors, mm. bad forecasters.
1: Do you think the economy is in your own idea in a good place or not in a good place? or? It's still... Do I think that the economy
0: yeah. is okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Brace yourself as to uninformed people proceed to hypothesise about the banking system and the particulars of the GFC. If you suspect this might cause you to throw your phone across the room, or worse, unsubscribe for my podcast, fast forward about 10 minutes. Um, I mean, I can only parrot what I read, mm. so, I mean, I think, I think we're in an okay position at the moment. And no
1: GFC yet?
0: Well, I I watched The Big Short over the weekend, Mm -hmm. um, and then I did some reading about the real life people that the actors were playing, Mm. um, and the person who Christian Bale's character was was based on... um, Is that a
1: movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've... Yeah, it sounds... I don't know if I've seen it, but I've seen the shorts or something to it, I can't
2: really remember.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So he certainly thinks that um, you know another one is fairly imminent, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that was I think the article I read was like um, like last year or something. So
2: yeah, yeah, let's I hope don't know. not
1: <laughs> I think there's a lot of places in the world, as you as you know, where they um, look at the like Greece, what happened with those guys. Mm-hmm. Do you know if they're still going with? Their issues with yeah. the with their money and all that, something sort of It's a huge debt too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Are still going, of yeah.
2: course
0: it's yeah. That's are not going to get out of that anytime soon.
1: Damn it, don't go to Greece then.
0: Yeah,
1: it's never good. I guess we we sort of weathered, possibly here because we didn't. I mean, I know when the the mining, I guess sectors, I guess disbanded, collapse, whatever you'd want to call it. Um, there was quite a, a ripple effect, and then it seems that it was. It was weathered and then um, people are back making money again, which is good, good for the economy and good for people. So, Yeah, um, I mean,
0: I don't think that economic growth is happening at the moment. Not in
1: leaps and bounds. No,
0: no, at the same stage, but, you know, we're, we're keeping steady.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ramping up. Well, I think we've still got a A credit rating, which is good. Yeah. I'm not a big finance person, but yeah. I, when you hear things like that, it must be good.
0: Yeah, but then, I mean, one of the things that, um, you know, The Big Short was talking about...
1: Mm. Um, what is The Big Short? Is it a show or is it a...
0: No, no, it's, it's a film.
1: Ah, that's what it was with Christian Bale in it. The big- yes. yes. Yes, yes, now I know,
0: now I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so, you know, one of the things that, um, one of the messages that you came out of uh, from watching the film was that there were a lot of... Um, God, I don't even know what the word is. What do we apply AAA credit ratings
1: to? It's like more of like the finance. No, hang on. It's um, I think it's an overall picture of the economy, AAA credit rating, in terms of debt, borrowing. I'm not 100% sure. It's not my thing, but I think it encompasses a lot of things and not just one thing. It's like based on a, a certain amount of factors over a certain amount of time. I don't know. I just made that up, it sounded impressive, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I can imagine it's not just one snapshot of one thing, it's possibly a, like an overall, if you line all your ducks up, play your photo it's going to incorporate all those to give you an idea based on future predictions on the past and, and sort of growth and progress at the time. I don't know, Okay. (laughs) It would make more sense than to base it, in in my understanding, a a credit rating on one particular item out of the economy when the economy could be um, multifaceted, could be made up of half a dozen or a dozen as hard.
0: Well, I mean, I'm thinking that credit ratings generally apply to people and institutions, right? And then, like, and there are people in institutions that have the capacity to take loans, and then that's where the credit rating becomes useful, where, like... Uh, you have some sort of a marker of how likely, your money, um, how likely you are to get your money back and then if you've got a AAA credit rating, then um, you know, you'll be able to get loans at lower interest rates because the yeah. risk is lower.
1: Yeah, I think it, that's a good question. I think it would come back to that for sure. there would have, have to be something that be divisive from a AAA to an A. I'm not sure the scales, but it would have to, as you said, meet certain factors and criteria that to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think you just wake up and game triple A. Yeah, yeah. feel like it.
0: Yeah, I mean, so there's like the theory of, um, you know, credit ratings in terms mm. of what makes something triple A, but then what the Big Short was talking about was it that that's actually... Uh, where a lot of um, credit rating agencies like Standard & Poor's mm-hmm. were giving out these ratings and um, it was basically just a rubber stamp ah. to anyone who wanted one.
1: Yeah, so the, it, it almost looks like it, it wasn't, say, um, they just handed them out. You yeah, that's one. right, so it just
0: didn't mean anything.
1: Did you, has that, do you think, in your own opinion, has that all sort of changed?
0: We continued on this topic for some time. I'm going to skip over that and jump to another part of our conversation.
1: It's like anything, really. I mean, if you, you sort of think it will really happened to you, like getting in your car and driving, say, here, for instance, you could have crashed, you could have lost a wheel.
0: So right before this, Andrew and I had been talking about people's assessment of risk, how people always think that the worst thing that could happen won't happen to them. It'll happen to some other random person. He's responding by saying that if we were too preoccupied by these concerns, it would be paralysing.
1: Anything can happen, but you don't think of the million things that could happen, otherwise you'd never get in the car. Yeah. So it's just like, you just, I guess it's it's when your number's up, your number's up. Obviously you don't want to put yourself in a position where your number's going to get called sooner than later. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, you just... I mean, there's always inherent risk, no matter what you do. You're walking down there, you could trip down the stairs, Could even the weirdest things could happen.
0: How do you want to go?
1: Um, preferably not. If I, I don't know, that's a very good question. Um, I don't know, if it was me, probably, I mean, my dream car is a Bugatti Veyron. That's what I want. Uh-huh. Um, probably would be driving that. <laughs> okay, so you'd be
0: driving that when you have, like, this... Um, what's his face, um, who was that actor in Fast and the Furious? Paul Walker. Yeah,
1: yeah, so you'd have, like, a Paul Walker-type accident and... Yeah, but as long as it was quick, I mean, I not Yeah, and al-
0: it seemed to be quick for him.
1: <laughs> Except yeah. when he was burning. Oh, was okay. not a very I, I didn't know that, about <laughs> that part, Apparently that's what was said, who knows? Nice. But, yeah, probably okay. that or... I mean, that's... I mean, it's, it's never pleasant for those who have to clean you up like that or just falling asleep and never waking up. Something simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you?
0: Well um uh, So you could on a
1: podcast. You could just cark it. That's it. It'd be the longest podcast in history. What do you mean? You're just doing your podcasting.
0: How would it be the longest podcast ever? Because because like, you it's not live. No, but it'd run out of battery. Oh, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> you and and that, there's yeah. like
0: storage space. Uh,
1: so obviously, it's going to be completely nearly full.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the difference is between, like, how would you end your life or how would you want you, to go? Are you Are
1: talking how you're ending from a suicidality point of view?
0: Suicidality. Pretty sure that's not a word, Andrew. Let me check.
1: Or is this a...
0: Well, I don't know. Like, I guess it's a bit of both in a, in a way, like... Okay, I stand corrected. It is a real word. Sorry, everybody. So, suicide, like... Um, the most painless approach seems to be like... Pills? Uh, no, no, uh, very unreliable. Um, <laughs> depends
1: what you get, okay. <laughs> very unreliable. Um, morphine. Enough. Yeah? Yeah, yeah
0: morphine. Um, yeah, but then how would I choose to die naturally? I mean, I guess, like, how many people really die in their sleep, right? Mm. And And, you know, and...
1: That's a good question,
0: and I think that in some and I think that in cases where that's happened, like you, you suffered from like a stroke, like yeah, yeah, like a heart attack of some sort. Um, but then, what age would you have to be for that to happen to
2: you? Any age in your sleep.
1: Are you healthy? Do you smoke? Do you drink? What do you? Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you if you do things like that, it's going to increase the chances. Of course. You can be early and have a stroke, a brain hemorrhage, mm-hmm. a blood clot, mm. just.
0: Yeah, but then it's likely you would have been suffering from like a multitude of other things True. beforehand. In which case like, you know, you were suffering anyway, and yeah. so the death component is just one It's finite. It's
1: just like, eh, we'll just finish off yeah, yeah, pretty but much. It's interesting when you look at it like that. I don't sort of think you'd really have an ideal way to sort of, that you'd want to, pardon me, die a sense. Because when, when you're dead, it's pretty much it. That's game over. Uh, for what we know, I mean, you go to heaven with the middle like it would be a nice place, or who knows where you'd end up. You just don't know until it happens. you get to come back and enlighten someone, please enlighten me so I know. Okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, you just, I guess, live every day as it comes and, and enjoy it. I mean, you're going to have good days at work and have crap days at work. You, just like any day, you, you might just have one of those days. And then you got to try and get yourself off the couch. You've got other things to do if you're tired and you want to just wind down this pretty much an ideal place to do it, We can, I think we had to be
2: kicked out.
0: So, Andrew just asked me there, quietly, if I thought we were going to get kicked out of the restaurant soon. This was an hour and a half into our not-quite date, and we were the only people in the restaurant, apart from a lone diner with a copy of the Canberra Times. Yeah, there are other people here, he hasn't really gotten that way. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's sort of, he's got like a whole newspaper to read.
1: he's doing well. <laughs> yeah um, so yeah it sort of really depends and um, yeah just watch a movie just kick back at home or chat with mum see what she's up to spend some time with her and make sure she's in a good place.
0: Where is your mother?
1: Oh I live with mum in Sydney oh, so okay. I moved down okay. from Newcastle I and I moved in with mum and her partner in Sydney because it's too expensive to get a place there on mm-hmm. you own. Know, we pay pay this six fifty a week um, which is yeah, it's sort of half my paycheck, so mm-hmm. I can't really, sort of, I wouldn't waste the run putting a mortgage or anything. Yeah, so we sort of... Are you close thing. to your mother? Yeah, very. Yeah, she she's a good egg. Okay. She, um, yeah, so it works out well. I mean, we just all, all chip in and um, split everything in thirds or, or, or quarters if there's another person living there. So, um, yeah, no, she does everything. She's mm. pretty
0: good. What about your father?
1: No, not not, um, not at all. He's a bit of a douchebag. Um, I mean, he's, he's an alcoholic. I, I don't drink and it's not for that purpose. I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just not a very nice person at all. Just that, again, just a douchebag. We sort of split very early on in the piece. I can't remember. I was too young to, to remember. It was the best thing we sort of did um, in terms of, I guess, for the family. Mm-hmm. Um, and for mum sanity and as well, so it was um, it was what needed to be done. So I mean, sorry.
0: Damn phone interrupting us at a crucial point in the conversation.
1: Well, they didn't leave a message. That's not like important. <laughs> o oh, three, I have no idea who that is. No. Yeah. So, what about yourself?
0: Uh, in terms of what?
1: You might did. dad. Sorry.
0: What is the time? <laughs> did
1: you have an early mark today? Um, no, I woke up at um, quarter to five.
0: Oh yeah, well, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then I had to, so I was in Sydney, then ended up leaving home about twenty to six. Yeah. And then got down here about ten to nine, mm-hmm. and sort of finished work around about, what time was it, I think when I messaged you, it was about, it was about four, up past three, four o'clock. Okay. So it was i had to finish what i had done down here i oh, saw what i had to finish down here She's my building now sorry mm. um yeah so that was pretty much it was a full-on day monday i drove to canberra then returned home because i needed um parts tuesday drove to canberra returned home all in the same day and then wednesday i had to do a few jobs in the city and then thursday is now and then friday i'll um, Friday I'll sort of drive back home and let the, let the weekend begin.
0: So you come to Canberra a lot?
1: Um, I have been a lot lately so um, I'm sort of thinking, what is it, I'll be due probably down here again maybe in a week or so, oh, wow! but I'm, I'm not 100% sure, it all depends on what comes up in the meantime. If there's a breakdown here or is a warranty then I'll obviously have to come back down here, but most times I'll sort of go drive to Nara, then drive to Canberra. Oh, so wow. I can I can meet a couple of clients down there and make sure they're fine then chewed across then chewed home
0: and now I ask the question everyone has been dying to know the answer to so have you actually eaten every item on the menu of the pavilion
1: pretty much there is what I call the poor section where you get like your basic schnitzel all that which isn't as good as what the restaurant section is yeah Um, the restaurant section I haven't eaten everything off the menu but that the lesser menu, so to speak, I 've eaten everything off it. Okay. Um, they do do a pretty mean cocktail, um, and again, it is, I mean the food's not bad, the quality's good, but if you're after something substantially um, I guess more impressive, this sort of place is fine, or go to the restaurant in the pavilion. The food's great. The, um, the people there are uh, great as well. It's, it's a nice place to stay. Mm. I'd recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to tell i stayed there now, I think over the period of about three months, probably probably close to sort of 15, 20 times, mm-hmm. um, it's just nice going to get a feed, get dessert, have a coffee and then curl up and go to bed. Mm. That's my life. I mean, if you want to call someone, sir, and, and man, by all means, go, go right ahead, but it's not something that I'd do and I'd struggle with. You'd just go. It just becomes sort of very, laid back and forth. Um, but, yeah, it's not, not a big thing of mine, to be honest. I just find it uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I
0: find it interesting, like, because you... Um, uh, Your sort of, like, verbal tics or quirks are, like, you know, some very Australian kind mm-hmm. of, like, almost what you might call aucarisms in terms of, like, yeah. love and stuff. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to figure out how, like, that side of you and, like, your mining work and and your mechanical side of things, Mm. how that sort of fits with what you did taking, like, those counselling and psychology courses. Like, where did that come in?
1: I I guess guess. for me that all come about with, um, I guess, after my ex-fiancé and I separated, um, I struggled to, I guess, to... Be myself again it could have been that long where i was in essence someone else and vice versa i felt i found it very difficult to then go back to finding my own roots for me um so for me it off the realization of that um i wanted i wanted to if i could obviously it's it's not um always possible to um, prevent if not limit the um other people going through what I did because it was quite an emotional time um, so for me it's, I've got a lot of friends who um, we, we talk we talk a lot of people that have um, could be mental health issues, relationship issues and I tend to be that go to person and I don't mind that because um, it's not I don't come from it, I don't offer advice it's not what I'm there for, it's to simply listen um, so my background in that is, and other sort of mental health sort of therapies as well as. I find it easy. I find it easy to be able to be present for for someone, anyone. It doesn't matter. But when I deal, it's funny. You sort of you can a, you can walk the walk, but you, uh, you can talk the talk, but don't always walk the walk. In terms of again, you know, I can be present with, with someone and I can deal, talk about anything. It doesn't matter. But how I choose to internalize my own things is very very different to what um you may sort of that others may do. i mean i wouldn't necessarily um yeah i guess the shortest easiest way to say it was i find it easier to help other people with their own issues than my to myself um so for me it's it's nice and you get to meet some really really great people and most times they come out of it the other side and they're, they're more than grateful for it and you stay friends for life. Right, okay, but you
0: weren't ever, you weren't ever doing that professionally though? No, okay. uh, not,
1: not a, I mean there was, um, I did spend some time at Lifeline which was great, I really, really enjoyed that. Wonderful organisation, um, great people, you learn a lot about yourself, very confronting. Um, so, but not, not from a professional side with a counselling and psychology, um, I mean, I obviously have to um, finish the degree first, which is, it's just put on hold until I've, everything settles down with work and then maybe sort of look and get back and would I like to do that full time? I'm not sure because it's quite, I guess, mentally taxing um, and I wouldn't want that to then interfere with my own life, you sort of need to draw the line. Um, and you know your limits as well, or you just, you'll suffer just compassion fatigue and burnout, and you'll be no good to anybody. So that's generally, that's most of the people in my life I've sort of met in situations that are um, possibly less than, I guess, less than, quote, normal as such. Um, but most times the people have the answers there right in front of them, they just can't see it until they, I guess, remove the fog and the sun comes out. And
0: you know, um when you said that word normal that just reminded me back to um that, that took my mind back to the ad that you posted on, on
1: Craigslist <laughs> yeah. and what you said, is normal though?
0: Well, I mean what were you thinking of when you were saying, Oh trust me, like I'm actually normal? I know it's hard to like believe anything normalize. you read in Craigslist, yeah. but seriously look, if you're gonna trust anybody you can trust me and that I when I say that I'm normal I'm normal.
1: I guess there's um yeah, it's not by normal, I mean just, I don't even really know, because at the end of the day, what is normal? Normal and it is an individual's own perception of whatever it is they're trying to, um, I guess, trying to, I guess, project or understand. Um, but what like, were you
0: uh, trying to persuade readers that you weren't...
1: I guess just, like, weird. Like, some people that might have, like, um... um uh, what what's sort of they might have underlying... Um, uh like, like notions, it might some people might think it might be more than just dinner it's um, just dinner so it's just it's just I guess linear just straight up and down there's no surprises nothing's hidden um, where some people may view the opposite of that I don't know I can only speak for myself um but yeah that's the sort of, that's the angle I come across.
0: Did you get any other replies?
1: No, yours was the only one. Um, I'm not surprised. I never. I didn't hinge anything on it. Of course. I mean, if it happened, it happened. If it didn't, it didn't. It's no skin off my nose. It's like, oh, who cares?
0: What if you'd gotten more than one offer, though? What would you have done?
1: It's a good question. I guess um, I had to sort of try and piece the story together and find out time frames. Is it doable? Are they serious? Are they not? Um, and if it was two of the same, then I have to make a decision. Get, look, I'll just go with patient A.
0: <laughs> it wouldn't be Love Canberra without a question like this. When were you last in a relationship? And, you know, what's, like, the weirdest thing that's happened to you in, like, catching up with someone who you didn't know? Oh,
1: I'm trying to think.
0: Because, like, you know, like, would this be pretty high up there in terms of, like, a very Weird unusual
1: thing. Yeah, it's not something... I mean, I... It's not something I've ever done. I'm um, still comfortable, I mean, just doing my own thing. Again, not, not many things sort of bother me. Um, probably the most weirdest thing, I remember going on a date with somebody. Um, previous to that, we spoke fairly regularly, always laughing, joking, how I you do. Um, I remember mean, we caught up, we went and had some lunch. Everything seemed fine. Went to the movies, everything seemed fine. And she, I remember, I've um, seen in the movies. I'm laugh, so you you know when something's not right. You get the feeling something's a bit suspicious, or that that it's there's more to whatever you're sort of thinking about. And she took, I remember after the movie, took a phone call, walked out and left. <laughs> didn't even say a single, and I didn't say anything wrong at all. And I was just thinking, oh sorry, no, we walked out together, and then and then we left. Um, never spoke to her again i didn't uh-huh. say anything wrong i didn't do anything wrong if i would i apologize of course but i nothing to apologize for right so she
0: just basically ghosted
1: you you know, i guess you could say in a sense yes okay which is weird because it's not it's not like you i guess i would never met this but I, i've never like first time i've sort of spoke to one speaking for quite a while before like weeks and weeks before so you build up like a rapport relationship that sort of thing and then that happens this You sort of think yourself...
2: But
0: this was the first time that you'd caught up in person. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which
1: which I thought was bizarre. Um, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I mean, I think... I I know that I do it sometimes where, um, you know, I can give the impression that I'm enjoying myself and, you know, I'll keep the conversation pleasant and entertaining but um but I actually
2: won't be interested in in seeing the other
1: person again and you know
0: but but I have a hard time actually telling yeah Yeah, actually telling the person I
1: think sometimes you have to and that's a difficult part when you don't want to hurt someone's feelings the worst thing I find is to sugarcoat something for me just say it Mm -hmm. I hate people to sugarcoat things they try and stretch it out and it's just like no look I've got broad shoulders I'll take one for the team it's um, no, that's fine. Don't don't sugarcoat it. It just makes me feel like I'm a little kid. Mm. I'm all good.
0: Mm. I mean, like I, I won't hand anyone a sugarcoated version or like mm. you know mislead them if they ask the question outright. Yeah. You know, yeah. but but if it if they just kind of like don't broach the subject yeah. and they keep kind of just.
2: Like, Niggling Acting like, it.
0: nothing's wrong,
2: yeah, and yeah. expecting you to
0: like reply, mm-hmm. then yeah, I find oh. it easier to just not <laughs> Cut reply, out. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, I guess it's just the way people choose to operate again. Um, pre sort of what I sort said of I went through, um, and, and the changes I've sort of made in myself, I tend to be that person that has to, ah, uh, yes, everything all
0: right. Yeah, yeah that's could I get um, a takeaway container or however yeah, many sure. that
2: we need
1: to fit all that? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, I think it's a matter of, I guess, understanding if, if you've you've got a real problem with that, it's probably not the best way to approach it, because it, for whatever reason it may not feel that you're capable of doing it, and maybe it's something to sort of work on, so I'd rather just say outright, look, it's, it's been great, or it's been whatever, but I mean, it's never nice to hurt anyone's feelings, it's not pleasant some people get off on it no, I certainly are. don't yeah. um, but just be honest and, and say what yeah. it is it's but coming from the other side when it's given yeah. back to you is never pleasant either so it's yeah. sometimes you've just got to swallow your pride and just go oh, okay I mean inside you might be thinking otherwise but I mean it's yeah. it just is what it is yeah, yeah.
0: Are you
1: tired? I am a little bit tired. Okay. Yeah. okay. So I'll have to um have to wrap it up soon. It's it's not again, it's not off the back of what we just yeah, spoke yeah, about. Yeah, I know, I know. It's only been like twelve, say sixteen hours. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah. So I left the heater on it in the um in my room anyway, so this trash. I had a shower, before I got here, teeth and then you might call it a night. So that mm-hmm. was um that's pretty much it tomorrow. Hopefully jet off by lunchtime. Get mm-hmm. home by three o'clock in the afternoon mm. do a bit of computer work and that's it
0: mm. i love the simplicity of hotels mm. you know in terms mm. of how like you've got the bare essentials yep. and they're perfectly like sufficient yep. you know and then after staying in one for like up to a week maybe mm. you begin to wonder why that you need all the other things that uh-huh. you do yeah,
1: I've never thought of that to be honest. I've never, I've never ever thought that much about it. But when you when you look at it like that, it makes perfect sense. I mean, what if you you well, got a bed, double bed, TV, microwave? You don't use microwave anyway. Shower, <laughs> toilet, um, the basics. Fridge, fridge, yeah. yeah. Fridge, freezers,
0: a freezer is really essential for me when I'm um, uh, going to be somewhere, particularly like if I'm like if
1: I'm in the, the desert, for instance, the state.
0: <laughs> uh, say that I'd need a whole lot more than just a freezer. Yeah, freezer you need some power for that freezer. Uh, That's the important yeah. thing,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um
0: but I really like the myriad ice cream flavours that are available in the States that aren't here.
1: Baskin Robbins. Yeah. Well no,
0: we've got Baskin Robbins.
1: So there's more than that. I've never had Baskin Robbins, I don't okay. know. Okay.
0: Okay. What is it like? Thirty-six flavors or whatever, whatever that catch was. How know, it's like many? Oh, that's seven or I don't okay. know. <laughs> there's quite a discrepancy there between <laughs> it's, our, our it's, estimates. Again,
1: it's my understanding, <laughs> okay. and it's quite, uh, it's quite limited to what the truth is.
0: Just a lot more like coffee crunch type things, and, and, and yeah, and a lot more things with peanut butter, and I don't know. I'm not
1: sure of peanut butter and ice cream.
0: I love peanut butter ice cream.
1: It goes cream. well. I've never had it. It's just, yeah. bit, oh, unless it's what's peanut? Yeah. That probably wouldn't be so bad unless it's like a, a Snickers or a picnic. That'd be, that'd be all right.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, like, you know, you make like a, a Snickers flavoured ice cream. And mm. I think that there has been a ice Snickers
1: flavoured ice cream. Snickers, Mars, Flake. Yeah. Gay time, that's a winner.
2: Mm. I don't know. Maybe yeah, there's no consistency. Yeah, yeah that's
1: yeah. exactly right. I say, yeah, now it's changed. And you just look, like, how is that meant to be that when it was used to be that? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think
0: we're becoming incoherent. Do you think we're becoming incoherent?
1: You just... You mean society or...? No,
0: no, no. Like, we as in, like, you and I chatting at the moment. Like, um, do you think we're becoming incoherent? No, I don't think so. Okay, I think okay.
1: it's quite a, um, I think it's quite a, a fair question to ask. Okay. But in turn... Like, I've had it happen many times with f- different foodstuffs and you go somewhere um, and then you order it and then you ask...
0: No, I mean, like... like you know, like our conversation, do you think oh, it's like... Oh,
1: you mean just sort of, it's just floating off. Yeah. That's probably like, got a bit to happening? do with the fact that I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, so I
0: was just <laughs> wondering, like, because I mean, like, I'm tired too. Yeah. But it's, just because, like, you know, trying to sustain, like, a conversation yeah. that's,
1: you know, intense or whatever, like, yeah. that takes energy. It does. So. It, and I find if I'm very tired, it generally doesn't take that much at all. It's uh, even just, like, in, I guess, general life from work, if I'm that tired, I'll get home. I don't, I don't really want to sort of have too... A conversation that's too deep because you're Mm -hmm. just like you're just mentally fatigued Mm. um just I just do my own thing lock myself away have a sleep come back happy days great yeah but it's probably probably gonna have to wrap it up soon
0: okay and wrap it up we did well actually we're 20 minutes out from the end of our evening together but here at least we started the process of paying for the meal
1: no, I'll, I'll get this. Alana, I'm I'll get this.
0: Oh, by the way, it's Ivana.
1: Oh, sorry, Ivana. <laughs> what did I call you Alana for? I knew what I meant.
0: Yeah, because it's funny. Like, in, in your um message... Did I put ...your Alana? reply to me... Well, you, you said... You said Ivana when you said hello, but then when you signed off, you you said something, Alana. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, might yes.
1: have been something to do with, like, 5 o'clock in the morning.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll
1: give you that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I don't know. I didn't even... I don't know why I thought that. I just... <laughs> I think I was running late, I was in a rush, I should have got up earlier, but I was like, nah, I'm laying in bed, ten past six, uh, ten past five, just got to get up and, damn it, just a rush thing, but, yeah, sorry,
2: oh.
1: yeah, so that's, that's pretty much it, that's right, man. I'm ready to curl up and go to bed, I might. Um, what is the time now? It's um, nine seven. I probably just got enough time to get sticky date pudding. Oh wow! And it will. What do
0: you mean, like, for, like room service?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, room <laughs> service, or, I'll, or I, might even go to the. Oh, I don't know what time. Go to the um bar. They do sticky date. Do something there. So mm, cool. <laughs> That's why I don't think they do sticky date pudding here. No, it doesn't don't. strike me as a sticky date pudding place. That's
0: the dessert menu over there.
1: Taking ice cream, picking
2: Affogato. Eh?
1: Mm. Oh, that's coffee. It's got a
2: yeah.
1: Coffee. Uh, with it's it.
0: it's like a very, very small coffee. It's like one with shot or something. With a biscuit or something in there? No, no, with um with a scoop of vanilla ice
1: cream. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah I, right. I used right. to really like that
0: back
1: It's in, pretty like, strong too, ago. hey? Yeah, yeah.
0: That's alright. Yeah, I mean like it's an intense it's an intense experience.
1: it, it is, you and you generally stay awake for quite some time.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. Uh, I think I need I need something substantial. Sago is nice. Um, but I think I need a sticky date pudding. Okay. That is, it's calling me.
0: All right, well. It's time. I'm not going to stand in the way between you and your sticky date pudding.
1: <laughs> no, I don't mean to sound so, <laughs> like, No, no, Standing up for the sticky date pudding. No, no. It'll put me off to sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's what you want.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. What about yourself? You got Have you got things to do now? You have to go home and...
0: Um... I've got a book that I want to keep reading, mm-hmm. um, and I do have ice cream in my freezer.
1: Wow, well, that just goes along the lines of sticky date pudding. Yes. What's the book on? Uh,
0: so it's called, um, uh, what was it? I think it's like Object of Beauty. Um, it's by okay. Steve Martin. Who Not is the comedian known, Steve Martin. Yeah, well, he's better known as the comedian actor.
1: Get out, is him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Is a so biography? He's, he's, no, no, no. He's an author as well as being an actor it. and comedian. Yeah, so he's, he's written, like, at least three books, uh, at wow. least three novels. And then I think um, he's wow. got, like, a non-fiction book as well. But wow. I own his other two novels as too. So, wow. Oh. Yeah.
1: I think it's just about time for better, but I don't need okay. to be rude.
0: No, that's okay. Let, let's go.
1: Oh... I've Just enough energy, I think, to get a sleep in tomorrow, finish off what I need to, and then settle up and go home.
0: We wrapped up for reels this time and actually left the restaurant. Andrew paid for our meals on his own card and not the company card, and because he paid, I offered him a lift back to the pavilion.
1: As long as it's not going to put you out, that's all. No, not
0: right. at all,
1: not at all. Oliver Brown, now, that's the place to be.
0: Huh,
1: it's like, do they have a Max Brenner's around here, or is that...
0: Uh, yeah, there is a Max Brenner, but not in the city.
1: Oh, so it's mainly, like, out of... Would it be Belconnum sort of way, or...?
2: Sort like, that? you probably
1: wouldn't know yourself because you've been employed for so long.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, but I have stayed in jobs that I didn't like.
1: Yeah, um, the reason why it never changed?
0: What do you mean?
1: Any particular reason why you never sort of never got out of the job so to speak? Or is it something that you you felt you had to stay in because you didn't have another job or was it a muddy side of things?
0: Uh well I guess I always just sort of from a security perspective just or well, you know, financial security perspective, yeah. felt that I should stay in that role until I found something better. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, you know, rather than just, like, quitting and then not knowing when where my next paycheck is coming.
1: I think that's not a bad way to look at it either. I mean, especially if you if you run a, a one-horse race. I mean, you've, you've got um, your own, I guess, weight of expectation. The bills need to be paid, money in the bank. You need to have a bit of a safety net. What's that sound?
2: Huh?
1: Up, it's just can you
0: hear that andrew was referring to the noise that was coming out of the car's air vents oh yeah yeah so is there something in the vent Ah, oh, okay like, like... yeah yeah I, <laughs> yeah i just i mean it's it's kind of one of those like non-fatal problems <laughs> so i haven't gotten
1: around to i mean if, if, if it's only gonna be something in the heater then, I mean, I wouldn't stress too much about it.
0: I think it's like a fan thing, because it doesn't affect the thermostat.
1: Okay.
0: Um, But on the basis of that sound, I don't know if you're able to, like, diagnose what the issue is.
1: It's sort of... Is it gone now completely? or It's not
0: there at the moment, but it might come back.
1: It might just be... Yeah, it's sort of weird. It sounds like there's a cricket in there.
0: Yeah. It does not sound like a cricket.
1: What I sort of deem as basic maybe not say to someone else and vice versa in return
2: mm.
1: it's nice to um to everyone's got a story yeah and that's the interesting thing about it. if you don't have a story then you may be a little bit full of shit <laughs> that's what i'm thinking anyway it's
0: a nice note to end on <laughs> yeah that's exactly right
1: ivan <laughs> it's been great yeah i've absolutely enjoyed dinner thank you very much for thank
0: that thank
1: you thank you very much for dinner no worries have a um good rest of the night I'm gonna go and see if I can get me some dessert yes
0: enjoy your sticky date footing
1: yes I'll certainly try do you have a safe trip home Um, yeah thanks again you enjoy the rest of your night okay you take care thank you Good night. bye-bye thank you yes okay thank you take care see you, Andrew
0: Listening back over our not-quite-date has given me a bit of perspective about that evening. The more times I listen, the more I like Andrew, and the less I like me. We caught up back in September and, since then, haven't been in touch. I did, however, receive a text from him after I got home. He reiterated that he'd had a good night and thanked me for my company. I thanked him back and wished him a safe drive home. He wished me sweet dreams. Do, Love, Canberra is written and produced by me, Ivana Ho. Intro and outro music is by Prolater. The interstitial music is courtesy of Poddington Bear. This is my last episode for 2016. Here are some of the voices you'll be hearing when I return in early 2017. I can't really imagine life without him now because we've been together for so long. And I mean, it's not just that. It's that he has been such a huge support in my life um, and he's been an amazing partner. And I really couldn't imagine going forward in life without him by my side.
1: I kept my ring. I, I wore my ring for two years. I wasn't interested in another woman, um, I I didn't want to date, I didn't want to meet anyone. Um, you know I swore I'd never have another woman in my house.
2: I know the first time we got seriously talking just online, uh, I suddenly noticed the sun was up. I'd been up talking all night and I had to go to work, I hadn't slept. <laughs>
0: Remember, you can write to me at lovecanberrapodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcasting app of choice. Thanks for listening, and see you in 2017.